Hi, I'm Kira Burgess, and you're listening to the Soul Insight Podcast, where we'll explore diverse perspectives of living on purpose and in alignment. In alignment with your heart, your soul, your truth, your values, and your connection to something greater. Basically, we're going to talk about how to live a fulfilling life. Hey everyone, it's Kira Burgess. I'm going to set the scene for you. Um, for me, it's 11.21, Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. Um, it doesn't matter when you listen to this, but I just think for you to understand where I'm coming from, that helps. And I went for a walk this evening and I'm just feeling all the feels, just feeling really emotional, feeling really in my heart, and I try to enjoy that when it comes along because I don't live that way every day. <laughs> um, yeah, but then I realized as I turned around on my walk to head back towards home, I saw up in the sky the full moon. We are just under 14 hours away from the peak of the full moon, the fullest full moon, which I won't be seeing, obviously, in the daytime. Uh, so yeah, it's a full moon, and if you didn't know, full moon is a time when we might notice that we're feeling more, our feelings, our emotions, our accentuated, enhanced, uh, sometimes they could feel overflowing or overwhelming and I find, yeah, just looking up at the sky and understanding, oh, that's part of why I feel the way I feel because I'm 80% water and the moon affects the tides of the oceans, of course it affects the water in my body yeah, so that's where I'm at. Something that's been coming up for me is just these these questions of how how have we gotten so lost as a society? How have we gotten so disconnected? And these are uh judgments on my part. It's my perception of how I believe society should be. Um, but in my perception, this world feels way far off track of the world I really want to live in. <laughs> in this moment, I, I get a ringing in my ear to remind me um, and that's exactly the lesson I want to talk about, to remind me also to see the good, to see the beauty. Um, yeah, I did a yoga asana, like a physical yoga practice today, and a yoga nidra, and it, just that, to take that time for myself is so helpful, and I was out getting, picking up groceries for my parents and myself, and 
lately, especially when I do go out, which isn't that often, I make an effort to smile when I see people. Um, yeah, but what, so when I ask myself, how did we get to this place where we're unable to see or feel or acknowledge other people's pain and struggles and strife and stress? How did we get to this place where it's so overwhelming that we either deny it or don't have time for it or uh, don't acknowledge it? Yeah, and what I've come, what I've come upon in my mind and in my heart is that there's a lot of scarcity going on. There's a lot of lack, a lot of feeling of not enoughness, and um, we live in a world now that is a capitalist system and I have I have a problem with capitalism the problem I have is it's made even our governments consumers and it's made all of us clients of the government and that's not what we are we're citizens we're humans and politics um the word originates from the greek word pol- polis like metropolis for city or the people of the city the citizens of the city and in my opinion before any economy comes humanity before money and bank accounts and resources a government which is an organization to to hmm, I want to say to govern (laughs) or to organize (laughs) I need another synonym anyways uh a government is created for for people, okay? The citizens aren't a byproduct of the economy. The economy is a byproduct and a system used for the citizens, by the citizens. And somehow we've gotten so confused and so off track that we believe the economy is priority above humans, human life. If the economy fell apart, there'd still be humans walking the earth. If humans were not walking the earth, there would be no such thing as an economy. (laughs) So that's my, uh, I guess I'd say, a version of a political stance, an opinion. Um... So what's happened in the in this capitalist culture and some even would call it a white supremacist white supremacist capitalism 
culture or system. Like I said, we've all become um, consumers, clients, even citizens are no longer considered citizens, they're considered consumers, clients. Even the government is consuming, is a consumer. And how have we gotten to a place where uh, it's law that corporations do what's best for the shareholders, and yet the shareholders have no responsibility to the planet on which uh, its health, its sustainability, we all depend. It just seems so very backwards to me. And I have studied sustainability in university. And from what I've studied, uh, there is proof, there are case studies that... um, in the long run, so I I understand why it's not working in our system, but in the long run, sustainability does earn us more money. It does save us money. It's better for the planet. It's better for the people. It's a win, 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 win situation, except for people who are impatient, except for our existing governments that have barely any time to implement functioning systems before they're busy trying to win the next election. Yeah, I'm just going to take a few deep breaths. (laughs) We didn't do that at the beginning. So even if you feel a little triggered or fired up uh, or ungrounded, even if you feel in disagreement with me, that's okay. We're all allowed to have our opinion. So let's just f- drop right down to feeling where we're touching the earth. Feel your hips, your legs, the sides or the bottom of your feet, depending how you're sitting. And see if you can draw your breath in through your nose, all the way down into your belly. Fill it up, expand it, and as you exhale, empty the belly. Maybe even breathe out through your mouth to release any of this charge that's built up. I feel a charge built up in myself. Breathe in right from the nose down to expand the belly. Feel the earth holding you up and exhale, let it all out. Three more breaths. Feel yourself strong, steady, grounded. Feel your skeleton. And then invite in a little more space, a little softness. See if you can soften, relax the muscles of your face. Relax your shoulders away from your ears. Stay here breathing until you feel ready to come back. I'm going to take a little interlude so you can pause if you want a little more time. (laughs) 
right, so I'm back, we're back, welcome back. Um, yeah, I think I'm ready to jump right back in. So, from what I've been pondering, and I am, as I say, I'm open to conversation, so if you have or if you download the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message and I can include it in a future podcast and share your voice and share your opinion and your thoughts or your feelings or your feedback. Um, But when I think about this system, what comes to mind is scarcity and lack. And now we've become so, and I don't even want to call it sophisticated, that's what, that's sort of the pretense it's under. We've become so supposedly sophisticated that we're even using the psychology we've studied we're even doing studies to learn how to manipulate people into buying into being uh, higher spending consumers and one of the ways to do that is to inspire a feeling of lack and scarcity a feeling of not having enough, of not being enough, not being good enough. Uh, We're instilled with all these messages that we're not beautiful enough, we don't look young enough, uh, we don't look professional enough, we don't have enough free time, we don't do enough leisure activities, our holidays aren't enough, our And it's fine to have wants and needs. It's fine. Um, But I'm sort of curious. Whose standards are we working towards? Whose values are we living in alignment with? Are they our own? And how did we create them? And when's the last time we reassessed them? I'm hoping that Uh, I'm hoping that in these last few months people have had at least a little bit of a wake-up call of what's important, what's a necessity, what is unnecessary. Yeah, I have... I had this experience with a friend and the friend was complaining and stressed about not having enough money and I just thought I got I got really triggered because I thought oh wow like I'm pretty sure you earn at least three times as much as me a year and you're stressed about money and of course I can't control someone else of course you know it's sort of none of my business but it's sort of also confusing and triggering when Someone who has seems to have so much more income is also stressed, so it almost could if I let it inspire a hopelessness in me, but that's my choice, that's my choice. Um, and it also kind of creates this frustration in, of, like, why are we all living these lives that are so tight, so tightly pushing against the edges of what we have available to us why do we need to spend every dollar that comes in why do we need to get 
the most expensive house and car we can afford. Why do we need all these extra things? I saw someone on Instagram a few months back and she she was saying how um, someone who did promotions for her was pressuring her to get on get on with the next promotions and she said for what like why why do we need to rush into this I have everything I need I don't need more I don't need to buy more I don't need to up level my life I have everything I need I live comfortably I don't need to rush into more sales more promotions and for me, it was just so refreshing, so refreshing to hear someone in a similar, I would say, similar class level to me, similar age, when sometimes I'm overwhelmed with like being surrounded by all of these desires for more, having more, spending more, accumulating more. And then in these times when you when you stop to think and to see and to realize how many people have so much less and how long, I know not everyone's in this boat, but in my experience, how long I've gone on living, being ungrateful for what I have, for how much I have in so many ways, in so many ways. So I believe that this sort of way that our system has turned us from citizens into consumers has caused a lot of this, this, um, how do I say, like a leaning towards always noticing what's not enough instead of noticing what is enough, noticing what is satisfied, noticing what is sacred, what is beautiful, what is provided for. So instead of noticing what we trust and what we have and how each day waking up is a gift, each limb we have is a gift, each breath, um, each moment we have to choose if we want to smile, if we want to talk or be quiet or dance or read or work, that's all a gift. And instead, we so often go into, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough energy. I won't have enough. We go into the future or we go into the past remembering what it was like when we didn't have enough. And we do, I, I don't know the number, I think it's like seven times. Our negative experiences are like seven times as powerful as our positive ones. So we need to offset them with a lot of positivity in order to kind of neutralize the effects of a negative comment or a negative experience. Like one time, let's say one time, um, not being able to afford all the groceries you want could kind of traumatize you for a long time. Whereas you might have so easily forgotten how many other times in your life you've had enough. 
Yeah, and I just, I wonder, and I, I'm kind of presuming that these thoughts, these beliefs, this lack of trust that goes round and round in our head and in our experiences is, I'm guessing, a big part of why why we don't have the bandwidth, the capacity to acknowledge that other people need help too. Other people are stressed too, you know? Like, what's coming to mind now is um, being on the road and we talk to other cars and other drivers as if they're not humans. We have no compassion for them. What did I hear? I think I heard some comedian say everyone who's going faster than you is an asshole and everyone who's going slower than you is an idiot. Like, maybe this is not true for everyone, but like, why why are we so quick to judge everyone around us? Yeah, I was, I've been reading Richard Wagamese's most recent book. It was actually published after he passed away. It's, uh, I guess you could say incomplete, but to me that's part of the magic of it. Uh, they published it with the most minimal amount of editing they could to still get across his, his story. Um, but one of his practices, one of his suggestions is to go out into nature, if you can, if not anywhere, anytime, and just use this mantra or this prayer um, I am one with creation I am one with creation and that was really really was like tapping into that feeling today when I was on my walk I, I love nature I love nature and it's been like two days of rain and I didn't go outside so it was nice tonight to just go outside and not have it be raining everything felt fresh and quiet and yeah and that's the thing is mother nature her gift is abundance you know it's unending overflowing and she's not discriminating you know mother nature will grow apples on her apple trees and she doesn't say certain people can't eat them you know anyone can eat the apples from the apple tree yeah it just it just this um capitalist way this concept of survival of the fittest and by the way I, I oh I can't remember where I heard it I'm pretty sure I heard it in a TED talk or a podcast but they said that that concept of survival of the fittest we don't even understand it the way that the author portrayed it so it's a complete misconception anyways it breaks my heart that that's how we live and it turns into greed and it's it has turned into capitalism and uh, one astrologer I was listening to a while back she said well I don't know if you guys have noticed but 2020 seems to have some pretty big stuff going on and if you follow 
if you follow or you've been listening to any astrologers, they will affirm that. And this is, it's not over yet. From what I've heard, uh, we are encouraged to keep up our centering and our grounding and our whatever you want to call it, like self-care or keeping yourself healthy so that you can stay you know, stay in your center, be able to keep us a steady, loving mind and heart when turbulence comes up as best we can. Where was I going with all of this? Oh yes, so another astrologer I was listening to said, 2020 is the year that the this entire corrupt system that we live in will start to fall apart and I've been feeling that I'd probably say I don't know maybe around a year uh I don't know if you know the tarot card the tower or um Rebecca Campbell has one called the crumbling I've just had this feeling and um the goddess Kali who's the goddess of destruction, but she, she like, cuts away all illusion, all falsehood. She, she's, she's not shy, that's for sure. She sort of can be perceived as an unrelenting terror, but what, really what she is is, like, integrity and no superficiality. And, you know, she's not going to tiptoe around. She's going to get to the truth and get rid of everything else. And I... You know, that's, to me, that feels like that's what's going on. Yeah, and, um, trying to think of how to describe it. In ancient Vedic, like ancient Indian systems, oh, hmm, I'm trying to think of how to explain it because I don't know it super well, but I've seen this, this sort of template of a cycle. And we go through, humanity goes through these cycles over and over again. And what I've heard a few people say is the the part of the cycle we're in now, like, you know, how seasons, you know, we go through like winter, spring, summer, fall, winter, spring. So right now we're in what's called Kali Yug. So it is like this. Yeah, what's coming to mind right now is like, it's like the forest fire to purify. Um, there's some trees, I don't know if it's pine trees or spruce trees, and they their seeds actually don't alchemize into being able to grow until there's a forest fire, which is so interesting. But, so it's like, it's like we need this purification, this cleansing, this you know, like sweeping out the cobwebs to get back to what's essential, what's real, what's true, what we want. So part of it is releasing the old and part of it is choosing and creating the new. Yeah, and... and The reason we're so entangled in this system is that we have no other way, like, 
if you don't have an income and you can't, you know, pay your bills and pay your rent and buy your groceries or buy your house, pay your mortgage, you won't get by. Okay, I won't say it's impossible, but... And then it's so easy and it seems so prevalent um, to step out of integrity in order to make a little more money, in order to be a little more comfortable and not need to be stressed. And it just feels like... It feels like... The fear and stress, the fear of not having enough, so that lack of trust inspires greed, it inspires dishonesty, it inspires us to do things we wish we didn't do, it inspires us to treat other people in ways we wish we didn't. And I think to, it's to such an extent that we, we turn a blind eye and we, um, we justify it because we need to get by. We justify um, being complicit in this system that takes advantage of people. because we need to pay our bills and we need to feed our family or whatever it is we need to sustain our lifestyle yeah so that's what's been on my mind you guys thank you for listening it's getting late I'm getting tired (laughs) Um, but my invitation is um, actually first my I just want to acknowledge um, I'm not saying we're all like this all the time but it's just this general feeling I get overall for our society and the, the ways it kind of breaks my heart. Um, but what we can do is we can start to dream of the world and the future we want for ourselves and our children and everyone who comes after them. We can start to make decisions on what, what we really want. You know, wake up a little bit, become a little more conscious be intentional I'm sorry be intentional about what we want how we want to live and to consider I invite you if you've never done it before to just begin to consider how you're leaving the world when you go are you leaving it a better place than you found it Yeah.
Let's all take a deep breath. Thank you again for listening to what's been on my heart and my mind. And as I said, I welcome your feedback. So download the Anchor app if you haven't already. Find my podcast and send me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Good night, guys. Thank you.